I was going visiting my aunt and uncle in Moulton. Visited them a lot and went to church, went to Moulton Baptist with them, and I met Jackie there. Okay, so you met him at Moulton Baptist I church. did. So, mm-hmm. And yeah, so how old were you? Do you remember? Well, I hate to say this, <laughs> but he said he'd been watching me since I was 14 years old. Well, there you go. So he, he had an eye for you already. Evidently so. <laughs> Salvation is by grace through faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. Each of us has a unique story of how that takes place. In this series of podcasts, members of Grace Life Church of the Shoals share their stories of redemption and grace. Here now is my Grace Life story. Welcome back to another edition of My Grace Life Story. My name is Matt Fowler. I'm the Senior Associate Pastor at Grace Life Church of the Shoals, and I have with me today Tim Martin. Of course, he's helping with all the production side of this podcast. And then we also have Miss Ben Ann Shelton with us this morning. Miss Ben Ann, how are you doing this morning? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing very well. So good. it's a privilege to have you here on our podcast. And so I want to get us kicked off today. Just want you just to tell us a little bit about yourself, a little bit about who you are, and a little bit about your past. Maybe we'll get into some of that as well. But just introduce yourself to us if okay. you don't mind. Okay. My name is Ben Ann Shelton. I was named after my grandparents, Ben and Anna. I'm okay. always asked that. I'm from Decatur, Alabama. Okay. I married Jackie Shelton in 1961. We lived in Lawrence County. Well, we lived in Tuscaloosa for a while. He was in school. And then moved to Lawrence County. And um, we have three boys, Stuart, okay. Brett, and Ben. And um, he passed away from Parkinson. He was a minister at Pleasant Grove for 24 years and... Before that, he was in uh, Mississippi, pastoring four years. But going back to the beginning, um, he had a cotton gin and sold uh, and bought cotton. And then he surrendered to the ministry. And we took our three boys and moved to New Orleans. Now, was that for school? Seminary. New Orleans for seminary? Mm-hmm. Okay. Was that at New Orleans Theological Seminary? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes, it was. Good deal. How old were your boys when that took place? Um, let's see. Stuart was probably in the uh, seventh grade, and Ben was in the first, and okay. Brett was in the fifth. Okay. All right. Well, before we dive, and I definitely want to dive into some of that at some point, but before <laughs> we dive all the way into that, tell me a little bit about growing up. So you grew up in Decatur, Alabama? Is I that right? I grew up in Decatur, okay, Alabama. So tell me a little bit about your family life growing up, <laughs> life as a as a kid, and what you remember about that, and uh, go, go into that a little bit for me. Well, I was uh, reared in... Um, Decatur and lived in old, what they call old Decatur, okay. right off of Bank Street. Was brought up in the Lutheran Church. I always said that I, I knew a lot about the Lord going through catechism. Okay, but I didn't know Him. Now, had your family? Was there like a long line of you guys that had grown up in the Lutheran Church, or was yes, that something my, new just for no, you? No, my grandmother was one of the founding members wow. of the Lutheran Church in Decatur. Okay, right. she was a Snyder okay. from North Dakota. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so um, my grandmother was one of the founding members of St. Paul's Lutheran Church. Okay. Now, is that church still indicated today? Yes, it is. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Good yeah. deal. Okay, so what was it like in the Lutheran Church? I, just to be honest with you, I know a little bit about the Lutheran Church, but I have zero experience with the Lutheran Church. So what what was that environment like? Obviously, they were doing some catechisms with you guys, but yeah. what, what what was ministry like there? What was the service like there? What what? Tell me a little bit about the church as you grew up. Well, my mother played the organ. She was a music major and taught piano. And so we had, uh, we only had Sunday school and 
morning church. Okay. We didn't have two um, Sunday night and Wednesday night. It was very, um, we had very order of service. I got you. So I learned, like I said, I learned a lot about the Bible, mm-hmm. but I just didn't know a lot about him. So so were you in that church till basically you left home? No. Okay. When, yeah, when I married. Okay. When I married Jackie. All right. Oh, and my grandmother said, a Baptist? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, that raised Question some eyebrows marks. in your home. Uh-huh. I understand. All right. So, Miss Shelton, let me go back to the statement you just made. You knew a lot about the Bible. But not a lot about him. That's true. Okay, so so explain that for everybody who's listening today. What you mean by that? Well, you know, um, it's one thing to know him, but to really know him, I would have to say through Jackie, okay, not um, my husband, his commitment to the Lord mm-hmm. and the life he laid in front of me right. before we even married was um, it was just something different. Yeah. So so the Lord, I guess, you had a. A lot of knowledge from what you're saying here, but then as you began to get to know Jackie a little bit, the Lord began to show you that, hey, there's something different yeah. between what he has and what you have, right? Right. Well, you know, you see uh, you see someone truly, truly live. I mean, my grandmother and mother were just saints. They really were. But to see someone verbally, I, I just speak about him and right. talk about him and... Um, openly talk to other people about him. Sure. My family just didn't do that. But through through this, and my father was another, he was Methodist, and he didn't go to, to church. But anyway, um, through this, I got a real burden for my father, and I led him to the Lord. Oh, wow. Amen. He was in his 60s. And then he died a year later with a massive heart attack. Wow. Wow. God's grace. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. Amen. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. So 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 you've grown up in the Lutheran church, learning a lot, learning a lot about the Bible, being catechized. Then at what age do you meet Jackie? I was going visiting my aunt and uncle in Moulton and I visited them a lot. Okay. And went to church, went to Moulton Baptist with them, and I met Jackie there. Okay, so you met him at Moulton Baptist. I church, did. So. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so how old were you? Do you remember? Well, I hate to say this, <laughs> but he said he'd been watching me since I was 14 years old. Well, there you go. So he he had an eye for you already. Evidently so. <laughs> he's, he's six years older than okay. I. Okay. All right. So. Um, okay. So so you meet Jackie and you begin to get to know him, obviously, and there's there's something different about well, him and about how his walk with the Lord looks and, and his just his how he's sharing the the Lord with others. And so uh, did you guys have some conversation? I mean, did you ever, uh, you know, what kind of conversations did you guys have around, hey, okay, I know a lot about the Bible, but man, did you ever ask him, it seems like there's there's something different about you. And uh, what were those conversations like if you had any? No, not really. Okay. Uh, it was just, um, it's just the way he was. Okay. Just, you know, the way he was in the home, uh, in his uh, business, with the children, mm-hmm. with other people, outsiders, how he treated people. It just um, okay, yeah. So, 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 when do you think you came to know the Lord? Okay, I am one of these. I told Junior Hill one time. I said I did everything 
you said a person can do. <laughs> I've done it. I um, heard about the Lord. Mm-hmm. I believed in him, mm-hmm. took him into my heart. But then it took me a year later to walk down the aisle. Right. You know, there's just something about an older person. Not, not that I was older. I was right. probably in my 30s. Okay. Yeah, Dr. Gray Allison preached revivals. Okay, yeah. And I got saved under him. Okay. And then Junior Hill came to the house one time, and I was ta- I said, Brother Junior, I've done everything. I did. I waited. I heard the word. I asked the Lord to save me. And then a few months later, I got up the nerve to walk down the aisle. And, right. And then I was baptized. Right, yeah. So, okay. um, so how old were you when that took place? I was probably in my 30s. Okay, yeah, all right, yeah, yeah. gotcha. Well, you know, it, it's interesting because obviously, you know, here at Grace Life, part of our story has been how the Lord has, you know, slowly reformed us and what we think about conversion and, and things of that sort. And I, I, I know there was a time, and, and probably still, that you know, there's some time in Baptist churches where it's a very simple, well, hey, I... I prayed and I came to the front and I was baptized. And obviously over the years, the Lord has shown us, hey, you know, the Lord does this in sometimes in seasons. And, yeah. and obviously, you know, you, you were in your 30s, but you'd, you'd had a, a lot of knowledge that had been given to you up to that point. You'd learned a lot about the Bible. Then you were seeing the example that Jackie was setting before you. And so I, I would assume in all of this, the Lord was using these these teachings, the examples, the, the gospel that you were absolutely. hearing to slowly draw you to him. Is, is that right? I mean, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Amen. Like I said, I, I knew a lot about him. Right. I knew a lot about the Bible, but mm-hmm. I just did not know him. Yeah. Amen. And there's a difference. Yeah. Certainly. I, Jack and I went to the ministry and, and moved to South Mississippi. Okay. Uh, to New Orleans. And he got a little church and mm-hmm. and, and traveled back and forth right. to class. This was in the woods of South Mississippi. Mm-hmm. I went as a pastor's wife. Right. I went down in church and said, you know, Jackie, this has bothered me. Mm-hmm. And you know it has. I really need to make this public, even though you know I've asked the Lord to save me. Right. I have not made it public as okay. far as I was concerned. So I went down in church, was baptized, and he baptized me in this little country. Well, it really wasn't a church. It was an old school house okay. that they'd made into a church. Okay. Yeah. So, that was, so that was your baptism? Was your yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. All right. Well, good. Okay. So let's, let's jump back here. I want to jump back into maybe some of, of yours and Jackie's early days. And so how, how old were you when you got married? Um, 18. 18. And Jackie, so he was six years, so he was about 24. Oh, yeah. Somewhere. Okay. And at that point in time, he <coughs> was he in ministry or no? No, he was at, he was at well, he was 23, 23. and he was at Tuscaloosa at the university in school, okay. in college. So he was doing school. Yeah. All right. Yeah. What, what was he planning to do at that point as far uh, as pre-law. work? And... Pre-law. Okay, pre-law. All right. I Got messed you. that up, didn't I? <laughs> so did he ever do, did he go to law school at all or do any of that? No? Okay. No, he just, he was in pre-law though at Alabama. All right. So you guys get married and that alters his course a little mm-hmm. bit there. Mm-hmm. And uh, how long was it after you guys got married that the Lord began to show him that ministry was the path that he desired for? Well, him? you know, I really believe that it was before we married. Okay. I think all his life he felt a call. All right. So so you guys get married. When do you, when does he go to seminary? When when does that take place? How old um, were y'all at that point? Well, let's see. 
he had taught school when it, we when he got out of at, graduated from Alabama. Uh, he taught school. Then he went into the cotton business, and we had a cotton gin, and he bought and sold cotton. All right, and that was in Moulton. That was in Hartsel. That was in we Hartzell. lived in Moulton, but. He drove back and forth to Hartzell. The, the gym was in Hartzell, and the cotton business was in Hartzell. Okay. I had pretty much anything I wanted. If I wanted something, I just was able to get it. Right. We were just really blessed. Okay. Because Jackie's always, I would say, overtithed. Right. He's always done the blessing part of the. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah. we built a house in Moulton, and he had the cotton gin and cotton business. First he taught, taught school to speak, and then he had the cotton business. And then he just, he came to the house one day, and he said, Ben, and he said, I just really feel the Lord calling us into the ministry. And I said, well, you know, if that's what you feel like we need to do. And I guess I always thought that we'd go to Mid-America mm-hmm. because he was on the advisory board at Mid-America. Okay. Dr. Greg Allison was a dear friend. I didn't realize that. Wow. And um, so we thought we'd go to Mid-America. Mm-hmm. But after going up there, and Dr. Gray was out of town, and there were just so many things that saw that the Lord was just closing the door to. Sure. We felt like, well. And then it was just, I know the Lord did it, because the minute I walked, we walked in the house from our trip to Memphis, and I, to this day, don't know how this happened. The phone was ringing, and I picked it up, and it, I don't even know who it was. And it said, um, this is New Orleans Seminary. We hear that you're interested in going to seminary. Would y'all please come <laughs> oh, down? And I'm wow. going like, <laughs> New Orleans. Oh my goodness. So, um, yeah. Okay. All right. So, Miss Shelton, was was there any trepidation in your heart when he first said, "Hey, I think maybe ministry is what we need," or was, or did the Lord just give you a piece about, "Okay, this is this is what we need to just do." Gave me a piece. All right. Never doubted Amen. his leadership. Just Amen. yeah. All right. So you so you head you pick up. I guess you sell your house in Moulton, or did y'all keep it we, for the time? We sold it to his mom and dad. We okay. had built on the farm, right? And they lived in town. They wanted to get out back out in the country. His dad missed the farm, yep. and so they they bought the house. Okay. So you sell your house, and you're headed towards New Orleans, or mm-hmm. at least South Mississippi, right? Went New we lived in New Orleans. Lived in New Orleans for a while on okay. the on campus. Yeah. How long did it take Jackie to finish seminary? Was it three just to four the, years? No, just what two and a half. Okay. Whatever. So, yeah. You're, ta- you're looking at a guy that took 14 years to get his MDF. So I took the long route. I should have been more like your husband and done it in two and a half, but I just wasn't able to do that. So uh, that that encourages me that there are brothers that do it much quicker uh, than I did uh, there. So two and a half years in seminary. And uh, is he pastoring the the church that you mentioned earlier there in South Mississippi while he's in seminary? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. Had he done any preaching teaching before that, or was this well? He all always kind of preached. Uh, okay. You know, if a church in Moulton and in Lawrence County called him to speak, to right. speak, I'll say to speak. Okay. Uh, he did. Okay. Yeah. All right. So you finished seminary, and did you guys stay in the New Orleans area for a while after that, or what, where was the first? Really, location of ministry once he was done with his seminary training. Well, he he was in seminary, and we went to this little church in South Mississippi. Right, and he drove back and forth. Okay, well, he had carpool. There were some more boys or men sure. that um, you know, small churches. That that's just part of what they do at the seminary. They have the small churches, uh, so he carpooled it. So, uh, yeah. 
Okay. And, uh, we lived uh, out in the woods in a quaint little house. Yeah. And the church was uh, an old school house, was really needed fixing up. And yeah. so we were able to redo the inside of the old school house and mm-hmm. make it a church. Okay. And, um, um, redid the pastorium. Just love the people. Yeah. We had an old school bus that Stuart was 15, and you could drive at 15 in Mississippi. You could have your license. And Stuart drove the old school bus to pick up the children to come to Sunday school. Wow. And it had a hole in the back of the floorboard <laughs> where the uh, dust came up. In oh, South yeah. Mississippi, sand and dust right. and those dirt roads. And, yeah, what a blessing. Yeah. Never had a kid fall out of that thing, did you? No. So so you guys are there as a family. You're ministering. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, how long long did you stay at that particular church? So four and a half years. Mm -hmm. All right. So four and a half years, where did you go next? Moulton. Back to Moulton. All right. Pleasant Grove. Okay. So Pleasant Grove. So... So Pleasant Grove, and that's where you guys were from then on. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. Wow. So so how long, what was the total amount of time that Jackie pastored there? At 24 and a half years. 24 and a half years. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, Ms. Sheldon, I, I, I want to ask you a few things just about being a pastor's wife. Okay. Um, we haven't had a lot of pastor's wives on the podcast yet, and so you, you're fitting a, a, a specific niche for us here. And I, I just wondered if you would share with us a little bit of some of the highs, some of the lows of being a pastor's wife, some of the difficulties, some of the encouragements, just your time. Obviously, he was in the ministry at, at one local church uh, for 24 years, and show, share with us a little bit about what it's like to be a pastor's wife, some of the some of the good and, and maybe some of the bad as well. And you don't have to go into all the details of every story, but just wanted to hear a little bit about how the Lord used you guys there and how the Lord worked in your lives while you were there at Pleasant Grove. Sure. Well, first of all, um, you learn as a pastor's wife that um, sometimes it's just not good to give your opinion. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> <laughs> That's probably good life advice just yeah, for all of us. Yeah, true. <laughs> but really... Um, just love the people. Just be honest. Mm-hmm. Just whatever, whatever need there is. Um, just try to meet it. I remember um, when we lived in Mississippi. Some of the ladies that would bring their babies to the nursery, maybe their milk had curdled. I mean, you, this is South Mississippi, and it's really hot. Yeah. Maybe their clothes needed washing. Mm-hmm. So I would be in the nursery, and I'd run to the house next door, the pastor next door, and wash out the bottles, give them fresh milk, wash their clothes as fast mm-hmm. as I could, right. get it back over to the church, and n- don't say anything. Right. Just just do it. Mm-hmm. And I would probably say that's a, just just do things. Just, you know, you don't have to tell anybody. Lord knows what you're doing anyway. Right. So just, just love them. Just yeah. love people. Yeah. And people just want to be loved. Yeah. So, so you guys had grown up in the Moulton, Lawrence County, Decatur area, and so that was very familiar for you guys yeah. to, to come back there and to begin ministry there. Uh, was it ever difficult ministering in what was something of your hometown? Well, sure, yeah. But I think it's because Jackie, everybody knew Jackie and knew what he stood for, mm-hmm. how he was as a teenager and the, stu- the stand he would take. He never drank. Mm-hmm. He, I mean, he just... He was consistent. He, 
Yeah, yeah, he was, he was, he yeah. is, he yeah. was, yeah. 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 It wasn't really difficult. Um, okay. I, I can't say it was difficult. Yeah. It really wasn't. Um, you just love people, right. and you just, I don't know, it, it wasn't hard. I, I probably, um, I, I would probably say that uh, the most difficult thing was uh, just getting those that were outsiders to mm-hmm. feel welcome, right. like those that maybe had not been welcome in church right and that's sad that churches are that way but just getting those out in the country to know that you cared about them Mm -hmm. and that's the main thing well and i know he continued that bus ministry there yes Yes. there were dozens and dozens of kids that came bus on by buses and vans yes yes we had one bus and started out with one bus and a member of the church gave an old van he had to the church when he heard Jackie wanted to start a van ministry. And we ended up with six vans, I think. And um, we did away with the old bus. But, uh, yeah, and and the children, I mean, I've seen Jackie on Saturday morning go in a house and and, and maybe the mom wasn't um, there to help and, and, and help the children, you know, um, feed them or whatever. You know, we, we've done that. So it's um, it doesn't just start with pulling up in the driveway and hop on the van. Hmm. That just doesn't. That's not the way we did it. Yeah. I don't know the right way to do it, but that's, <laughs> that's not the way we did it. <laughs> uh, yeah. So so how long had Pleasant Grove, how long had they been a church before you guys got there, had, had they been there for quite some time, or was they that a fairly had. new church? Okay, so that yeah, it was an established church. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All yeah. right. So, so that they 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 called Jackie to be pastor, and uh, did did Jackie have any challenges in those maybe in those early days oh, or throughout sure. his ministry? What, sure. Talk to me a little bit about that. Sure. Well, I think every pastor has a challenge, you know. Sure. But um, if you just always uh, are honest, you can't be one way one day and. You know, you just got to be honest. And sure, you had a challenge because you you had had a few challenges before you got there. Mm -hmm. The church had difficult people. And so they kind of maybe expected, okay, here comes another difficult (laughs) pastor, whatever, you know. So I think there are always challenges when you've gone to a church that's had challenges. Yeah, yeah. So, so Jackie gets there, and, and so he's been seminary trained. And, uh, you know, today, obviously, we talk a lot about expositional preaching. And I know Brother Jeff, I've heard him talk about Jackie before. And uh, But I, I'm assuming, was, was he an expositor? So he's preaching through books of the Bible. Yes. Yeah. So, yes. so, you know, is that something that he learned in seminary? Is that something that he learned later on once he got into ministry? Or, or was that just what he did? Hey, I'm just going to go verse by verse, book by book, and we're just going to make our way through God's Word. Well, I, I think that there are different seasons in churches. So I, I think that as a church matures, they're ready for mm-hmm. deeper preaching. So it really wasn't a lot of that in the beginning. It was teaching, mm-hmm. a lot of teaching. But as the church grew and the people grew uh, more mature, it was deeper teaching. Yeah, yeah. Amen. So, and what was it like? Of course, I'm I'm not a senior pastor, but I'm a pastor, and I've got kids and things of that sort. What, what was it like raising your children in, in the church? That did did any of your boys ever have the? I, well, you know, I, man, this we're always at church. Right? You know, did they ever have any difficulties with this, or was it pretty you know, smooth sailing for you guys? Well, I 
Well, now, our oldest son, Stuart, married in South Mississippi. Okay. So he met a girl in in church that was a couple of years older than he was, and he than he is. And um, so we left him in Mississippi. Okay, yeah. So he didn't make the move back no, to Orange he, County. No, he didn't. I got mm-hmm. you. So we came back with bread and being. No, I think they respected their father enough Amen. that they would not. Not to my knowledge. What <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, <laughs> well, did I tell you about Jackie? Jackie was not a large man, Mm-mm. but he was a presence. Yes. I mean, he was very, I mean, it was obvious to me that you weren't going to buck against him. That's right. Not because he was some physical ogre that was going to snap you back in line, but he just, his presence and his demeanor, the calmness, but firmness right. about him. So I could see how they would be like, yeah, we're going to do what dad said. Absolutely. We're going to toe the line, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's good. That's good. Thank you, Tim. That's so true. Yeah, amen. So, so you guys minister here, Jackie pastors here for, for 24 years until he went home to be with the Lord. Basically, right? Well, no, we moved over here. Uh, okay. He got Parkinson's, and he had to retire. How old was he when he oh, needed to retire? Maybe, oh, maybe 66, okay. 67. And the Lord's so good. Um, years before, oh gosh, in the 90s, I guess, there had been a house in the Decatur Daily. Uh, they did house printing of homes, house plans, and I cut it out, and I said, Lord, that's such a nice little house. Mm-hmm. I would like to live in that one day, because we lived in the past storm, and we didn't have a home. So um, Ben came to the house one day we in Moulton, and he said, Mom, he said, Lori and I bought this house. Ben's my youngest son. Mm-hmm. Lori and I bought this house in most of the shows. And I know you don't have time to run over and look at it, but here it is in the house plan book. I said, wow, Ben, that's the same house that I just <laughs> cut out of the paper wow. a few years ago. So uh, anyway, uh, when Jackie retired, the church gave us a house, mm-hmm. the pastor. And uh, as he was getting sick, I saw with Parkinson's, I saw I was going to need more help. And so Ben and Lori decided to sell their house and uh, move into a larger house over here because they were having them another child and needed more room so um we bought the house that i cut out of the paper yeah wow <laughs> and that's the lord and i had that those plans laminated so i could i should have brought them today yeah so yeah. i could show it to you <laughs> but i had the plans laminated okay. and uh that's just he just get the lord gives you the desires of your heart yeah so so at 66 he Retires due to mm-hmm. due to Parkinson's, and um, you guys moved to the Shoals, right? And so was was he able still to preach any at all at this point? Was he still uh, filling some pulpits at Littleville? Okay. He, he 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 did at Littleville. He okay. filled in out there, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then he got where his um, a memory was getting a little um, right. um, hard, you know, in the pulpit, sure. and he certainly didn't want to embarrass himself with the Lord. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. yeah. And so, of course, we've known Brother Jeff forever. Right. So. Um, when, when did when did you and Jackie first cross paths with Brother Jeff? My goodness. I really don't know when Jackie and Brother Jeff passed. Um, good question. I don't, <laughs> I don't know that. It's, it's got to like, be like in the early 80s because didn't Brother Jeff come over and speak to your youth group? He did. He, he did. In the early and, 80s and. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah, yeah, and not only that, um, 
he and Pam weren't married. And uh, Jackie and I went to Gatlinburg or Pigeon Forge one and did a Christmas retreat. But I don't think they were married at that time that Jackie did. So it's been it's been a long time. Mm-hmm. Well, I know he actually came over and did a couples retreat out at Earl Trent for us one time. Yes, he did. That was back in the late eighties, I think. Yeah, somewhere yeah, yeah, yeah. Good memory. <laughs> Brother, Brother Tim always knows. He always has those memories in the back of his mind. Yes. But tell us a little bit about Jackie's morning prayer routine. I know. I, I know a lot about that because I've heard about it, but mm-hmm. just give us a little insight into some of that. Well, um, he knew that morning time was the best time. He said, um, what did he say one time? I get up in the morning and have early morning prayer time because I know the way to heaven. How did he explain that? Some. The prayers weren't going to be that busy going up that time of morning. <laughs> I don't know exactly how he worded it, traffic, but he yeah. said I had a clear, <laughs> quicker. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> but he was very dedicated. I mean, it's early morning, right? 3.30. Yeah. 3.30. Wow. 3.30. Yeah, and uh, well, it was at 4 o'clock for years, and then it got to be... Um, Later on, it was 3.30, because he said it's just a lot more to pray about now. Well, and this wasn't just a five-minute mm-hmm. thing either. Oh, no. This was oh, no. hours. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. He had breakfast at 6, and um, he was very routine. Mm-hmm. Uh, had lunch at 11.30. <laughs> Pepsis and Reese's and crackers <laughs> and cheese. <laughs> Always a Pepsi. <laughs> so so his. Was his? Did he have a study routine as well? Was this prayer time a part of his study routine? What did that look like? Did he study most of the time at the church? Did he study at home? No, he studied at church. Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah. He had a study at church and studied in, right. at church. And his, when his door was closed, you just knew not to go in. Yeah. Was it the same way at, at the house when he was praying? You knew, hey, when he's praying, I, didn't go I, in I don't there interrupt. It, that's there. right. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. I didn't. I didn't. We had a dog one time that... He found just a poor old little old dog, and he took care of him and <laughs> took him to the vet. And that dog would bark every morning at his prayer time. <laughs> Jackie said, well, I don't think I'm going to be able to keep that dog. <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah, funny. every morning, same time, he was very. Yeah, wow. And I know, you know, these, these questions are, they mean a lot to you, and, and this some of these are, are very personal to you, as they should be. But how difficult was it for Jackie when he realized, I need to step aside from the pulpit? You know, the, the Parkinson's is— Very is, difficult. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can imagine that, but after after decades uh, of ministry, and, and obviously he continued to fill the pulpit some, but then even that came to a close. And, right, um, right. So that was a struggle for him. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 And truly, I think that uh, I think when he mentally reached that point, he just kind of quit trying mm-hmm. to to live. Really, yeah. yeah. It, it reminds me a bit of, uh, and I think I've mentioned this on this podcast before. One of my pastoral heroes is John Newton. Now, I've never met John Newton because he's been dead for a few hundred years now. But I, I love to read John Newton, and um, you know he just had a pastor's heart, also with a theological brain that that I always appreciated. And um, I know late in his ministry, he reached a point where he he actually had told everyone, "Look, I'm going to preach 
until the day that I die. Mm -hmm. This is just who I am. It's what the Lord's called me to do. But he reached a point where his memory began to to slip a little bit, and he had some some brothers of his in his church and that were familiar with his ministry that at one point came to him and said, you know, Pastor John, it's it, it's probably time. And, and and in a similar way, maybe even to Jackie, it wasn't too long after that that, you know, that Newton passed away. And yeah. that's probably the way he wanted it sure. to happen because he wanted to preach as long as he could. But Absolutely. Um, it was as if his ministry had run its course and Okay, I'm ready to go be with the Lord That's um, right. now at this point. And so uh, Jack, Jackie's story reminds me a little bit of, of, of John Newton, although separated by, by several hundred years there, the, of men that preached and gave their all in it and, until in God's providence they had some health problems and then eventually went on to be with the Lord. Absolutely, and, uh, absolutely. And, you know, we're just on a journey. Yeah, amen. You know, we're just heading home. Yeah, amen. That's right. Well, well Jackie passed away, went to be with the Lord. And you guys were already living here in the Shoals um, at the time. And I, I believe I looked up today, I think you joined Grace Life Church of the Shoals around October of 2018. Does that sound about right with yeah. you? So so what, what, what led you to Grace Life Church of the Shoals? How did the Lord get you here our way? We're glad he did, <laughs> by the way. But, but, but what was that process like? Well, I guess I just, being brought up in the Lutheran Church, mm-hmm. I just, um, just love the service here. I love the word, mm-hmm. the way that Brother Jeff and all of y'all preach right. yeah. and teach. The music is just glorious. Amen. And so um, I don't know. That that just I'm just home here. Yeah. Amen. Was was it difficult coming here? Uh, you've been a pastor's wife for a long time now. Now church life is a little different, right? Uh don't have the pastor's wife responsibilities anymore, but but also you're still serving here at Grace Life. You've got a small group, and you're here for our services, things of that sort. Was was that a little bit of a different feel for you, or did you feel like, hey, the, the Lord brought me here, and, and, and I'm home? Yeah, absolutely. That's that's right. Uh, yeah, He brought me here, and I think that um, I think that when you know that you've done what you're supposed to do and it's over, I I would hope that I would be smart enough to say that was my time and. You know, now you need to fill in wherever the Lord wants you to fill in in this position and right. at this place. Yeah. I love my Sunday school class. There are times when I'm sitting in Sunday school and I want to go, and so and so, <laughs> and so. <laughs> so I have to step back and say, whoa, but ain't, wait a minute. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you're not the teacher. You're, right. you're in class. Right. So, um, yeah. Now, whose yeah. class are you in? Who's your leader right Carolyn now? Carolyn Minnie's. Oh, yeah. Okay, great. Yeah, yeah. she does a wonderful job. And, oh, yeah. And yeah. Car- uh, we actually... And and once Brother Tim gets you plugged in on the podcast, we actually have interviewed Gary and Carolyn. Of course, oh. they were here in the from the get go yeah, at Grace absolutely. Life. Absolutely, yeah. Back to when we were first Baptist, and they were meeting in Lutheran Church uh, yeah. at some point. By the way, so yeah, uh, you know, so yeah, they have they have served in all kinds of different ways around here through the years. And and by the way, they're still serving. They are uh, have, yeah. and serving faithfully. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so, I'm in her class. So it's, yeah. it's, so what, what, what's a what's a small group class? What's that been like for you at Grace Life? It's been good. It's okay. been good. Uh, the ladies are so sweet, and yeah. uh, it's good fellowship. And, um, uh, yeah, I just, you know, I just want to be where the Lord wants me to be and do what mm. he wants me to do. And, oh, my, I mess up every day for sure. Mm. But I, I just try to, if there's a need, I, you right. know, try to help in that area. So, yeah. you know, but 
Amen. I fall short, that's for sure. Amen. But I do, I do love my class. Right. Yes, yeah, a good yeah. class. That's good. Uh, Miss Sheldon, I, I, anytime we have one of our senior saints, and mm-hmm. I say that in a respectful way mm-hmm. sure. uh, here on our podcast, I, I like to ask, you know, particularly the ladies that we've had, I like to ask them this question. What, what advice could you offer to the next generation, uh, the younger ladies here at Grace Life Church? You, you, you've grown up, you've served the Lord as a pastor's wife, now serving in uh, small groups and in different ways here at Grace Life. But it, but if you could impart some wisdom to the next generation of ladies who are who are church members here at Grace Life and who maybe are uh, their young marrieds and their, their families are starting, I, what would be some advice you would give them on how they can be faithful and they can continue to serve the Lord throughout their days? Well, I, I think that um, looking back in my early life, um, I think one thing I would say is that just be yourself. Um, get in the Word. Don't yeah. think that it's an hour from now mm. that I'm going to do that because sometimes that passes by and you don't do it. Right. So get in the Word. Start your day and um, show love in your home to your husband, to your mate. Mm. Just show kindness. Just let them know that um, I think one thing that they need to know is that Things pass away, you know, you don't have to have the next whatever, mm-hmm. you know. Um, that's not going to fill that longing in your heart for happiness or completeness. Mm. Uh, you know, only your completeness is in Him. And they just need to really plug into that, that right. they're complete in Him. Mm-hmm. And He will give them the desires of their hearts. Right. So, um, yeah. yeah, just don't get caught up in this fast pace crazy mm. world we're living in. Yeah. Amen. So um just stay grounded yeah. and that's hard to do. Right. Right. Yeah. Cuz you've got people pulling at your children to go do this and play on this team and mm-hmm. you know all that's fine and good but that's not the priority. Yeah. Amen. It, it's almost as if today we are almost paralyzed by opportunity because there's so many opportunities right out there and it's uh, people go one of two ways many times. They they either say, okay, I'm going to get involved in all of them. Right. And like you're saying, then the things that should be prioritized get kicked down the, the ladder a notch or two. Or there's so many, it's like they they freeze up and are like, I don't know what to do. Yeah. When, when in reality, it's it's much more simple. Like you're saying, look, be, be faithful. You know, get in God's Word. Stay in God's Word. Make those priorities that God's right. Word gives us the priorities of your life. That's right. Uh-huh. You know, life is pretty simple. We complicate it. Uh, amen. I agree you with know, that. It, agree life with that. is pretty simple. So yeah. just stay on course. Right. And He'll take care of everything else. Yeah. Amen. So. Just along those along those lines of, of speaking generationally and, and obviously being one of our senior saints, what do you see that's different in the world? Um, but do you see different challenges that, that young people, we've talked about one or two of those just now, but do you see different challenges that people are facing today than maybe they did when, when, when you and Jackie were first getting married and, and starting a family and going into ministry? Or, or do, you, do you look at them and say, you know what, they're pretty much the same? What, what do you think about that? Well, I, I guess, and it's still, I still think about it, how social media, I mean, life is just if you stay on Facebook or whatever, or, you know, didn't have any of that. Right. Had our little circle of friends, sure. and um, um, had our family, and now families aren't fa- families. Mm-hmm. They're mother, father, distant, whatever. Right. And um, 
yeah, I, it's just a challenge um, to keep that uh, focus on the correct thing because you've got all these things that are visual to us as, right. that's going on th- right. that makes us think, well, we need to be a part of that or something's wrong with me or whatever. Yeah. And it's not, you know. Mm-hmm. It's just that the world has just about jumped off the edge. Yeah. And yeah. I don't want to be in the jumping part. <laughs> Amen. I agree with that. Yes, ma'am. I agree with that. Yes. Brother Tim, any other questions for, for Miss Shelton today? Well, I, she knows this too, but you know, my father-in-law and Jackie were best friends for so many years. Yes. And to hear him talk about their relationship and oh. they've spent a lot of time in cars, knocking on doors yes. and witnessing to people yes. and uh, just seeing their relationship and how it through all through those years at Pleasant Grove and just, you know, the the growing out of that of how the church grew and how there was so many salvations and just it's a testimony really to both of them and their commitment to Christ. Absolutely. But to see them come together with a friendship mm-hmm. and how that how the Lord bonded them together mm-hmm. uh was a was a great was mm-hmm. a great thing. And mm-hmm. I, I know you saw that firsthand. Well Jackie loved Don. <laughs> he loved him. Mm. They were just good friends. Yeah, it was a very, very special relationship. Yeah. No doubt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Amen. Well, Ms. Shelton, I, I just, I, a couple of things here just to, as we wrap up our time. Uh, you know, first off, I, I'm thankful that the Lord has brought you our way at Grace Me Life. Uh, I, obviously, you had a station uh, of ministry that the Lord had you in for years and serving your husband as he pastored these churches, but glad that he has now in his providence brought you back our way, and I, I hope that it's been a blessing the last five years or oh, so yeah. that you've been here at Grace Life. And also just want to thank you and, and your husband as well for your faithful ministry through the years. I, I did not personally know Jackie, but everyone that I've ever heard talk about him uh, it's always been respect. It's always been that he was a godly man, that he was a man of the word, and much of what I've heard has been what you've said today, consistent. Yes. Someone that he he, he lived what he preached. Right. Uh, he practiced what, what he was preaching and teaching others. And I, I don't know, I've probably mentioned this on the podcast before too, but I, I'm always appreciative of men and women of the Lord who just consistently plod along in their walk with the Lord, serving Him faithfully day after day. Don't have to be a big splash. That doesn't have your name. Doesn't have to be known by everyone in the world. Just I'm going to serve the Lord in whatever yeah, station He gives me, and that's what I've always heard of Jackie Shelton. Mm-hmm. And so I want to uh, thank you and 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 even thank. The Lord for how He used you guys through the years and uh, in the, the various ministry stations that He gave you. So, well, it's been a blessing. Amen. Amen. Well, it has been a blessing. Amen. Well, thank you for sharing You're some welcome. of your Grace Life thank story with us this morning. I, I know we could probably I, there, there are probably all kinds of things that we could talk about and make this really long. But but thank you for being willing to share with us a little bit about how the Lord has worked uh, in your life through the years. Well, thank you for asking me. Absolutely. Thank, thank you for you. asking me. Well, that'll wrap up another episode of My Grace Life Story, and we'll be back uh, with others that have a, a story to tell as well of God's grace in their life and how He's continuing to draw them closer to Him. We hope you'll join us again next week for another episode of My Grace Life Story. As members of Grace Life Church of the Shoals share their stories of redemption and grace. To find out more, visit gracelifeshoals.org. 
This podcast is a production of Grace Life Media.